What up, guys? Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever, whatever we, we want. want. And today's segment is Ask an Expert, and we got Don, who is a former Marine Raider, which is Special Operations of the Military. And any of you guys got a question? I do. Okay, how many um, missions have you done? <laughs> Can you, you know? Oh, man, I don't know. Okay, so like, when, when you're in regular military, right? Like, when you get when you're when you get deployed, like you go to like Iraq or Afghanistan mm -hmm. or one of the countries that we're in, but I know like special ops people can be in any place like South America or whatever, right? Did you do that worldwide stuff like all over the world? Um, in special operations, you do. I, yeah. My last deployment was over to the Philippines. Wow, we're in there. Yeah, so like uh, Al Qaeda's there, right? ISIS. 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 Is there? Or are they the Philippines? Yeah. What are they doing over there? Not Filipino pirates. No, I think it's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Why, why is ISIS in the Philippines? Um, so, the southern islands of the Philippines, it's called uh, Mindanao, and all the small little islands. Um, it's always been controlled by um, a lot of terrorist organizations like the Abu Sayyaf, uh, the MILF, the MIF. The Mi they're called the MILF? <laughs> the MILFs, they call them the MILFs. Whoa. The BIF and other terrorist organizations down there and for the longest they've just been doing like uh, kidnap for ransom operations, piracy operations. And, and they're all like Middle Eastern terrorist organizations or no, 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 Filipino? They're Filipino. Terrorist organizations. Well, Filipino and then a lot of influence from uh, like the archipelago of Malaysia, Indonesia, Oh. kind of uh, Muslim influence over there because yeah. pretty much the majority of the religion down in the southern islands are um, Muslim oh. and then of course like the most of the Filipinos we know in America are Catholics right but, yeah um, yeah they have a lot of influence from there but um, because of that I think that there was a huge influence and some people came over there and was trying to like start up so the ISIS so program. wherever there's a Muslim population does ISIS try to go and infiltrate and bring extremism there? Because um, I'm assuming, like, when I was in Malaysia, there's, like, Muslims, obviously, but they're just, like, they're not extremists. Yeah, I, violent I think ones. But, like, yeah, so I'm wondering, is that how they kind of go into these different countries? I would say uh, the religion is a portion of it, but also the destabilization of a specific area. Just like down there, like in the very far corners of it, it's hard for the Filipino uh, military to kind of have a lot of influence on, right? Because a lot of support needs to get out there and all the missions. So it's like the support. Wild West. Like, it's like, it is a part of the Philippines, but it's so hard for them to control that area. Yeah. Well, they also have intense recruitment, like ISIS anyway. Like, um, they use a lot of social media and shit. That's true. Yeah. It's pretty sure. pretty weird. Yeah, but when we were in the Philippines, uh, this city called Morawi got taken over um, by ISIS, so we were able to help them get that back. But it was completely... What uh, does like that a, look like? Like, are there, like, trucks in the streets and, like... Like yeah, like, we're, we're the new leader. Do they announce well, we're, it? We're not there for like, we're not running and gunning with the yeah. Filipinos, but we're there to advise and assist and help them with their with their mission over there. We're in civilian clothes. We're in civilian clothes. Yeah. Are they? Are you there as military, or you're just there as like a journalist, or? Um, I don't. We're. we're I mean, we're there for the military. No, um, no but like the the people that are there. How do they see you? Do they see you as like? Um, <clears throat> Like like double oh seven like you're oh, pretending no, no. They, you're they undercover. Were in the military. Oh okay. Yeah, it was oh. we were wearing uh, civilian clothes. 
probably to not get seen by news reporters and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, not look any different than um, the locals, pretty much. So we're helping, like, you. What, the way that you guys were helping was, like, advising. Yes. So you go to these different countries that need help and support to battle terrorism or whatever, and then you're like, all right, so we dealt with them before. This is how you help, how you get them. Exactly. Um, and that's the, one of the biggest missions of Special Operations Forces to go over and train other militaries to help them fight their own wars or create one, right? Do you guys ever fight alongside with them? Yes. Um, it just depends on the area of um, armed conflict that we're in. So like in Iraq and Afghanistan, we're fighting with them. Um, and then the Philippines, we're fighting through them. So like they're leading the charge. Um, it just depends on the area and some parts of Africa. Um, we're fighting with them. It just depends. So on you help area. train the local population or their police or, or their military? It's always different. Yeah. Right? Like in Afghanistan, <clears throat> my team was helping the local militia that we were building, but another team was fighting with their commandos. And then it just depends on the area. That Did you, you have, uh, were you worried about, you know, you could be working with a militia who also maybe have like a terrorist inserted with them? Yeah, that happens all the time. So, um, and like a double agent? Yeah, like in Afghanistan, we had um, the team I replaced that had three guys killed from one of the guys they were training. Um, another team. So had, that guy was undercover the whole time. Yeah. So he's like in the green zone with you guys, and then he turns on you guys. Then he turned on. How him. did he? Was he? Was it like during training? No, he ran into the office, um, and then shot everybody in our command. Center. Oh shoot! Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and then prime my business partner. Yeah. He was um, walking outside of his command center and um, an Afghan National Army Special Forces guys that they were training just flips an RPG rocket and starts shooting at that command center. Shot eight rockets at Prime. Why? Eight, eight rockets. Because he was, he was an insurgent? He was like an like ISIS or whatever? I don't know the full story because they ended up killing that guy. They don't know if he was, a, I mean, even if he was, they probably wouldn't say because they don't want to say like their ranks are infiltrated by isis or i mean it was the taliban at that moment also, they would never admit to it they wouldn't admit to it yeah but they also had some grievances with the guy um is it ever personal because could it be like they're not a terrorist but then they're just mad? yes yeah so that's why remember that story i told you about that guy beating up the, our dog yeah so that was like a scenario like that um uh, this guy and he, he was one of the anasf so army national Army or Afghan National Army Special Forces guys that we were training and going to fighting with, um, like one of his bosses or one of my bosses told his bosses to tell him something, and he did, and he got extremely mad at us, and it was like something super petty, like hey, make sure um, we check that security or check that building the right way, but he felt it as completely disrespect that my commander had to tell his commander to tell him, so instead he of felt talking like, directly to him, yeah, so he felt like he looked extremely bad, and his friends said something about it, like made fun of him really lightly about it. Like, oh yeah, go listen to the American or, or something like that. And because of that, he was like, it developed for like three weeks and he was like super angry at us and he ended up beating up one of our dogs that we had to put down. Like a, like a police dog? Or I mean, no, like it was a, one of the dogs that we picked up. Like a, like a pet? Like a pet. I see. Yeah. So to take it out, he took it out on a dog. Yeah, he beat the shit out of that dog. Yeah. yeah, so we were like, felt threatened, like why the fuck would we do that? So we had to kick him off. So he, he stopped being trained by you guys? Yeah, well, like, when it happened, we are like, what the fuck is going on? Did anyone on your team beat his ass or no? No. 
Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay, this is a very special forces answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that like definitely adds conflict to the relationship, right? Because it's like our country, sure. and we're trying to work together. Yeah. But if the people aren't working it out, or there's just, it's like, how do you solve this? You know, you don't want the small yeah. problems to affect the bigger problem. You guys I know, and have. that's why like, when people are at home in America here, and they always like. Or like, oh, why are we over there and all that stuff? But the situations, it's so complex everywhere that American forces are, whether it's like fighting for America, fighting, helping that country or whatever the case is, it's just so complex. And we really don't know the full situation unless we're on the ground trying to help out. And even as a military guy now, like other missions going around the world, like I don't really know what the dynamics are. Like I can't really judge them for why they're there or what mission set they have, you know, it's it's hard to say. So for you, you only know like when it's your turn and you're there for that moment, but it can change. Yeah, and most of the time in the military, it's everything's compartmentalized, right? So it's on a, like a need to know basis, right? Unless you, you need to know, I mean, if you need to know, they'll tell you. If not, then they really You just don't. do your work. Yeah, they really don't spread that too much out. You guys are dealing with a lot of cash and stuff sometimes. Like, like, you know, you know some shit happens. Do you have any theories about that? Like, the missing billions and all that stuff over the, over in those countries? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, um... Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, nah, but when we were in uh, Afghanistan, we had a partner force with us for our, a little bit. They were from the UAE. These guys were like all the Gucci gear because they have so much money, but they would bring like, I remember like black trash bags of like US hundreds to build a mosque or something in one of the villages. It was insane. So they're from the Emirates, United Arab Emirates. So yeah. their soldiers are like rich soldiers? I'm sure it was yeah, the like government's Gucci money. Boots and <laughs> no, like all the Gucci cool tactical gear. All the expensive the stuff. Expensive, yeah, yeah. The really expensive stuff, the expensive gear. Yeah. yeah, and then so you're like, wow, how do you guys have this kind of money? But it's because their government's really rich. Yeah. Oh damn. And they they don't they don't have a big military like we do, you know. So like each yeah. guy probably gets a lot more allotted to him for his training or whatever the case. Is. And they just hand out a huge ba trash bag of. Yeah, I remember the trash bags of like hundreds and fifties or whatever it was. Some of it was Afghan money. Some of it was you know U.S. dollars to build the mosque out there, right? Because I think their one of their main mission was to spread the right Islam. Because um, oh, right, the there's right different religion. ones, right? Yeah. Like Sunni, Shia, that's or something. In, that's different that's tribes Iraq. in Iraq. Yeah, oh, okay. But, um, I think they were trying to push the right form of religion out there. Because, I mean, everybody's Muslim, but Christianity, Catholicism to Mormons, yeah. you know, or yeah. Yeah, it's all different. So they're trying to spread the right religion to have good religion. I see. How do you guys track all that shit? Like, they got trash bags of cash for that, and then you guys are we building don't, hospitals. We don't do and... you know, anything with their money or anything like that, but oh, we also have uh, operational funds to help build um, projects like that if they need a hospital or a school or help them do that. But we really try to have them try to fund it through their own government, because, I mean, like in Kabul, they have money, you know, like the country has some type of money. So we try to push it down from up there so that they, they can get the money through their own system because we're not going to be there forever. Do you ever right. go, can I take out the trash for you guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> a little trash bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about it. But. Are there countries where you're like, I'm not even supposed to say that I was there, and then in, like you did missions and you did great, but you can't get a medal or be recognized like or any of that stuff? Um, 
I think Philippines was that for a little bit in the beginning. Um, so but, we're not supposed to be known that we're there? I mean, yeah, because the political sensitivity at the time was extremely difficult. Mm. It probably is now as well, because uh, the president, Duterte, he did not like U.S. troops whatsoever. And I'm pretty sure they just kicked all Americans out, like, Wait, so if he the president... Some pretty fucking crazy shit. But if shit. the president didn't want you guys, was he... Did he... He had to know that you guys were there helping, but... Dude, he knew. So he was just saying it, like, fuck Americans, but then he was like, but I need your guys' help. It's all it's all politics. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And I'm sure he had his own agendas. I don't really know, like, what they were, but... Yeah. You know, politics. Yeah. They'll say one thing for the country... But yeah, damn, that's Do you crazy. ever like see shit on the news where a journalist is telling a story and then like, but you know what really happened? Like, oh, and in, in Afghanistan, it happened a few times. Like, it was like a New York Times story. I won't get into it too much, but like, there was like a lot of times that people report stuff that was not. That's not how it went down. How do you guys sure. feel about stuff like that? You, you don't you go like, that's not right. You get it right, you liar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you want to say something, but I mean, you say something then. They're gonna try to interview you or oh, whatever the yeah, case that's is. That's so tough. Do you ever see anything sick like fucking UFOs or some shit? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, really? Yeah. What'd you see? We can't talk about that one. That. <laughs> <laughs> no. That'd be tight. Happened during his DMT trip. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I haven't seen anything like that though. Or Area 51 stuff or anything. Did any mission or country blow your mind to where you got there? You're like, I don't think I'd ever be in this place in my life if it wasn't for the military. Oh, all of them. All of them? Well, except for the Philippines. I go to the Philippines. Oh. Sometime, yeah. What place had the best food out of all the countries you've been to? Like local food. Oh, man. Did you I mean, they all have their own or was dishes it, that was it really taste like shit. Were <laughs> <laughs> there any like locals who were like, man, you guys are not amazing. Oh, food. dude. Uh, in Afghanistan one time we had like a goat. They fucking slit its throat, and they threw it on the like they skinned it and threw it on the fire for probably like thirty minutes. Oh my god! So it was kind of raw. It was fucking so raw. And they was and they it gave good? it to you like you don't want to disrespect them. Did it was they like season it though? Yeah, they put like heavy amounts of salt on there. Like was it good? No, it was not good. Oh, but you had to act like it's good. It was goat sashimi. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. It was pretty. Gross. To keep up relations, though, you have to be like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Oh, but in the Philippines, um. The Filipino Marines down there, the special operations guy, they went out to one of the islands and they killed the wild boar for us and they came back and they made wild boar adobo. Wow. Ooh. Holy shit. It was so fucking good, adobo. dude. That's like dude. one of the best adobo you ever had? Uh, best, for sure, dude. Oh my god, so good. And then they also had like this like this version of a crab. It's like a two-headed crab. What? Um, it's like one on top of the like other, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but they cooked it in um, Sprite, what? the crab. It's fucking right. bomb too. Oh shit. Yeah. This episode of Off the Record is brought to you by HBO Max. HBO Max is a streaming platform that bundles all of HBO together and it has some of the most iconic movies, TV shows Ooh. like Friends, Ooh. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and it's all together in the same place. Yo, you know what I'm about to do this romantic season? What? Alright, so, you know, we all want to HBO and chill with somebody that we care about, right? Yeah. But we also have to be responsible during this time because yes. we might have a long distance lover or something like that. True. So, hey, your honey's far away, this is what you can do. Why don't you sign up and you can respectively in your own beds 
chill and watch simultaneously together. Yeah, and share some of your favorite shows with each other. Yep. And then so on one side, you are listening to each other breathe and Ooh, talk shit. about the film Ooh. while you're watching it in your own home respectfully that during sounds, this time. That sounds very romantic, but safe. Yes. So a show that me and Gio just finished watching is Euphoria. Have you seen it? No. It's about this high schooler and all, her and all her friends are drug addicts. So it kind of oh, reminded no. me of me and oh. my high school friends. So it's very relatable and like this crazy adventure that you get to go under of like her dealing with like her mental health and all the crazy stuff that's happening. It's a really, really good show and we're glued to it. And it was cool that we have HBO Max so we can watch it every single night and binge. But you guys should set up different beds in different rooms yeah. and then sleep separately like that not and you can watch online together that's and still hear each other yeah. breathe because that's more that's a millennial love right there that's true yep right now new and returning subscribers can sign up and for this limited time prepay and save offer to receive 20 percent when prepaying the first six months of a hbo max subscription offer ends march 1st 2021 and restrictions do apply, baby. HBO Max has something for everyone every day. Check out the link in the description and get 20% off of the first prepaid six months of your HBO Max subscription. Woo! So you know like you're eating all these different foods, right? Like you ever get the runs during a mission? Oh, dude. And then like you're crapping yourself and you got a stomach ache and you need Pepto, but you got a mission to do, like. I've shit myself so many times. You just shit on yourself and just let it go? Yeah, that first Iraq deployment, yeah. I had I ate some bad chicken that um, I put in the microwave, but it was breaded. So we they, they airdropped us all our food. So I didn't know if it was like cooked, but it was supposed to be cooked, like fried. But I we just threw it in the microwave and I ate, I was eating it on the way out and I, it was like a six day mission. Six so days? Six days, yeah. And I literally had, a, I was in the turret too. Literally pull off, rip off my uh, flight suit and then Poop out of the side, off the side oh, of the truck. Fuck. Like blasted it. Yeah. Is the truck moving? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was bad, dude. <laughs> I had to clean it with like a little toothbrush. You can't, you can't have them pull brush. over real quick. Nah, they didn't want to pull over. Dude. They thought they were just messing around. In the Philippines, I got sick. I had dysentery in the Philippines from eating all that crazy shit all the time. <laughs> What's dysentery? I thought that was like some organ trail disease. It is. Yeah, it's just like what extreme is it? diarrhea and bacteria in your. Guts. Damn! Like you just throw it up and, and diarrhea the whole time. So when you're like in the middle of a mission and like you're like doing some spy shit, right? And then you feel your stomach going. <laughs> you're like, if you had if you had some stomach issues, you probably shouldn't go on the mission because you're just. Can you tell your like top officer like, dude, I got the runs? Yeah, you should because. It's that normal though, because won't they be like, shut, that's pussy shit, dude? Yeah, if you're like gonna do the. I mean, but you'll, you'll be jeopardizing like, everyone else. If you have to shit, people will smell that if you're supposed to be in a hide site or something. Dang. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Dude, imagine missing the Bin Laden raid because you had to shit. I know, right? <laughs> you can't even get I would probably suck it up for that one. Right? Yeah. Damn, that's fucking crazy. Did, did you ever think, oh my god, because you were in an 09, you said? Are you, you, um, did you ever think, we're gonna, I'm going to get Bin Laden? This is the mission we're going to get Bin no, Laden. No, I knew that our unit was not going to get Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what, tier one unit shit? Yeah. Exactly. Have you seen that um, Rob, what's his name? He's like a reservist Marine, Lieutenant Colonel. Rob Riggles? Rob Riggles. Yeah. He made a little skit on um, him shooting Bin Laden. Uh, oh. You guys gotta watch it. Check it out. It's funny. It's pretty funny. So like the tier one guys, when they walk by the tier two guys, and tier two guys walk by the tier they're like, ha <laughs> ha, you fucking little pussies, and they do that? 
probably not the CAD guys or probably not the Delta Force guys, but the SEAL team six guys. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> those guys all have like crazy beards. I always see those guys with beards. Um, probably it depends on their mission set, right? So if they have to go sh clean shaven to like a country in Asia or something like that, they probably wouldn't look normal with a full beard. But like in the Middle East, like in Afghanistan, um, we all grew beards because the level of respect that you got when you were speaking with a beard is completely different. Why? Because oh. they, they see you as a man? Or? I see you as a man, yeah. I couldn't grow a really good beard though. It's pretty gross. It's like a, so, yeah. But if you have a facial hair, they're like... Facial hair, then you're good. Oh, damn. Yeah. I think my friend did a mission trip in Afghanistan or, or one of the countries and he was like made fun of because he didn't have facial hair. Yeah. They make fun of you. Yeah. They look down on you like you're a kid. And <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well think about how easy those guys grow hair, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like fucking Nadim grows hair up to here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. So like it, it seems like you had a really exciting military career like if you're built for this kind of crazy intense lifestyle what made you want to finish it early because you're still a young dude man like yeah yeah some of these guys go until they're like 50 right um i mean they do normally 20 and then yeah i mean it just depends on their job and how well their body holds up um but if it permits they might go the full 30. yeah but like special op guys are how old usually in the 30s. Really? That's yeah, pretty young. Yeah, late 20s, 30s. So that's their prime, and then they're done. Yeah, and they're, or like they'll rotate out and do like some uh, staff job or something like that. Like but stay within duty. the community. Instructors. Because oh. it takes a minute. So like to get in, you you usually have like one enlistment in, right? Because for yeah, for the Marine Corps, you have to have some time in the regular Marine Corps before you can go to special operations. So your career is actually really short. It's like uh, less than 10 years. No, I did 12 years active and then a year in the reserves. Oh, I mean like as a special op. You sign a contract for five years after you graduate school-ish. Mm. Um, I think that that's what it is now, but it, it always changes. But you you owe us a lot of time because they just spent like a million bucks to train you or whatever it yeah. is. I don't know how much it is, but so let's say your contract is five years. Can you do it again if you wanted to and go on one another five? Kind of yeah, like how but you then you would probably rotate out. Um, so like I got out, but my next position would have been an instructor in North Carolina. So you wouldn't be out in the I Philippines be out and all these other down things. Doors or, yeah. Do you ever paint a target? Paint a target? Yeah, you know, you know how sick that sounds. Yeah, I paint a lot of targets. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> sick. Yeah, so, so was your contract up, and you're just like, I'm not gonna resign up. I'm just ready to go. I back was really on the fence, like, hey, what do I want to do with my life? And um, I didn't want to start a family in the military because I just see a lot of families just Break like apart. divorces. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, and it's especially special operations. Yeah, because you're, you're gone, just gone a lot. Yeah. You're just never home. You're just never home. Yeah. So yeah. so so um, for you, you were like, at the five year mark, you that's when you decided that you're done with the military. I was at uh, eleven and a half, then I was like, hey, I think it's time for me to rotate out or do something else in my life. Yeah. What would I, what would you needed What would you have needed to happen for you to finish the twenty? Like, what would you think would have needed to be on the table for you to go like? You know what? I could keep doing this. Is it? Would, would you Probably. be out of special operations? No, I would stay in it for sure. I, would, oh, okay. I wouldn't leave special operations. Um, I don't know, man. Was your commander like, you're the fucking best to have. I hate to lose you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was like, fuck yeah. Finally getting out, dude. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But nah, um, I don't know, man. 
I think that was the right time for me to get out. I wanted, and I learned a lot from the military. You know, I learned so much about discipline. It really made me into the man I am kind of today, and yeah. taught me accountability, which is huge. Self accountability and the people around me. But I wanted to learn other things, and mm. I also wanted to have a better future for myself and my family. And deploying, going back and forth, you can't really have like the most set up future for your family. So if you were a special ops dude. You're, you you realize like, oh, this lifestyle, I can't have like a wife and kids and be be both. You, you can, a lot of guys do, and a lot of guys are happy, but also the other half is, or like 60% of it is like, it's a struggle to kind of fight that. You ever watch that show called SEAL Team? I have not, it's pretty good. And no, it looks like shit, but uh, but that's what that show's about, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, about like the family life. The struggle shit, yeah. yeah. Any, 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 has there ever been a time where like a black SUV rolls up to your house and two guys in suits come out? And you're like, God, I know they want me back. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm retired. He goes, yeah. we need you. You're the best. You're the best that we had. <laughs> no. The best target painter we ever had in the whole thing. You're like, no, I'm done. I'm retired. Yeah, no, definitely not. That'd be cool, though. <laughs> that would be cool. Ah, uh, those are all, that's a funny show. <laughs> you ever throw a grenade? I have. <laughs> have you ever walked away from an explosion? Yes. And you didn't I'm even see it? it? Yes. Oh! Are you going like yes. this, though? No, you have, you have uh, earplugs on. Why didn't you look at it? Because it's not cool, dude. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. Don't, you can't do it. Yeah. That's tight. 